another episode of Real Estate Renovators, the business advisory show for real estate professionals. And welcome to my fantastic co-host, Rexy Chanel. How are you going? You look very <laughs> Did you real, forget her name? Funny, <laughs> I, really really funny. I had a very short mental blank about your name, but it's I oh, know it's Chanel. It's fantastic, Chanel. How are you going, Chanel? I'm going well, Bill. What about yourself? A little bit flustered now, a little bit red because I'm a bit embarrassed. But other than that, I'm fantastic. <laughs> Rexy, how about you? I'm good, mate. I'm really good. I'm looking forward to today's show. Uh, yes. I won't introduce it because I did the interview. You guys can introduce it, right? Well, it's, um, it's actually a show with Peter Aquilina, of course, who's going to talk to, about, talk to us about rent rolls. Now, for those that don't know, Peter Aquilina was on as a host last year. I'm effectively his replacement. So we've gone down on the look scale, but we've gone up on energy, I think. No? So you're saying Peter looks better than you? Of course he does. Ah. Come on. Come on. I'm a realist if nothing else, Rexy. <laughs> okay. I'm a realist. I like this. So like why don't we it. take it away and let's have a chat to Pete. Pete, welcome to the show. We had you as a co-host in season one. Unfortunately, you couldn't join us for season two, but season three, we're still in discussions about that. And today, we have you as a guest. How are you? Thanks, Rex. I'm really good, Rex. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, would it be the same without you, mate? Today, we want to talk about all things rent rolls and what better person to speak to than yourself, the rent roll guru, the growth guru. So let's start talking about what is the value of a rent roll to a real estate office? Oh, okay. How long have we got? Yeah, exactly. A, a, a rent roll means different things to different agencies depending on their strategy, right? So a rent roll is a gold mine of opportunity. Um, it's a recurring income um, and that can cover your fixed costs. So through any market you bulletproof. Uh, a rent roll can also be a pool of opportunity for sales, for instance. So what we're experiencing in the marketplace at the moment is an extreme shortage of listings, right? Like everyone is actually scrambling for listings. Your rent roll is an opportunity to reach out to those landlords for them to capitalise on such a buoyant market. So what we're seeing in the marketplace is a lot of agencies capitalising on their rent roll as a way to actually get listings. And can you tell us about the numbers of rent rolls? So what percentage goes from um, a PM, a property management to sales? Do you have those statistics? We see, we see about 10% of a rent roll come up for sale within you know, the life of a management. So you see about 10%. Over the last sort of 15 to 16 years that we've been selling rent rolls, the average is around 10% rates. Which is big numbers if you think of it. Yeah, look, some people actually acquire rent rolls, not for the actual income, but the actual listings. So again, you know, rent rolls are different things to different organisations depending on their strategy. Mm. And if you're, if you're an estate agency, a principal of an estate agency, and you want to grow your rent roll with all this value to it, how do you go about it? Oh, look, you know, there is two main ways to get a rent roll to grow. It's by organic and, and, and that's through BDMs. So your BDM should be doing on average about 20 a month once there's seven channels are turned on. So what there's the normally seven about... Channels? What do you mean by seven channels? In our standout BDM program, it's an eight-week program and it actually teaches BDMs on how to actually ignite seven channels of growth. So there's actually internal growth where you can actually, for instance, one of the channels is buddying up with salespeople. Um, for instance, you know, I went to 10 open homes recently because I purchased a house. 
not one of those open homes actually had a rental appraisal for those properties. No. Which I was astounded about. So I was actually a customer for a while. And that is just one simple thing that a BDM can do to buddy up with salespeople. Make sure that your salespeople are actually asking people that are walking through the door, you know, are they purchasing it for investment? Are they purchasing it as an owner-occupier? Because that in itself is just a huge opportunity. Uh, this is just one of that one channel. There is so much more you can do with your salespeople. So the actual standout program actually teaches all those different opportunities with an agency. And they're internal opportunities and external ones. So some more external ones, Rex, are relationships with businesses that aren't competitors, but actually have the same client, such as financial advisors, business brokers. You know, you, you actually want to be talking to their clientele, right? Lawyers. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. I've been a lawyer for 17 years. I've never been approached by any estate agent to talk about my clients and their property management. And how many landlords do you look after? Oh, countless. Yeah. So that's just a prime example of external opportunities and internal opportunities within the property management. And if you've got a property management, so if I can take you back for a second. So I've got a rent roll. How do I increase the value of a rent, my existing rent roll without growing it? What, what are some of the th key things I can do to increase the internal value of it? So, so some of the levers you can pull with a rent roll is efficiencies. You know, so using technology to do stuff that people did in the past. So what we're seeing in tech is tech is taking over tasks that are actually low-level tasks that can actually be done by automation. So there's automations happening in property management that used to be done via communication, you know, using technology such as, you know, um, acceptance via text message um, and having landlord portals so they've got transparency rather than, you know, doing tasks that actually would consume a property manager's time. So you can actually, using technology, increase the amount of properties that you manage and decrease the amount of manual tasks that you do, okay? Sounds amazing. Um, and if I have a rent roll and I've used my technology, try to increase the maximum value, where, and I've used my external growth or internal growth to grow it, when is a good time to buy a rent roll? When, when should I be looking at taking it the next step to acquire a rent roll? Oh, you should always have a plan to buy. Um, you know, with rent rolls, as you get numbers that are higher, the actual profit margin actually does this. Because you've, you're in the lower numbers, you're actually just covering your fixed costs, Rex. You know, so, you know, from that zero to, say, 200, the majority of the income is covering fixed costs, such as your staff, your subscriptions, you know, your insurances. You know, those are fixed costs that don't normally increase as you get to those highest numbers, right? Or well, staffing does. That, that, that's one that does. But... In terms of the relationship to the income, they don't, they don't actually climb at the same rate. So as you get to those higher numbers, your profit exponentially increases. And it becomes all profit by the sounds of it. Well, well certainly, you know, once you get that past that 200 mark, you'll actually see, you know, if you're running 
you know, an efficient business. That's the other thing, you know, you need to make sure that you haven't got a people run business, you know, people dependent business. It's systems driven and it's actually using technology. So we do come across businesses that throw people at problems and they make no money. And you think systems, sounds like systems is the best way to run a, a, an effective, profitable rent roll. Absolutely. And it also, from a principal's point of view, you're not that risk, you know, you, you haven't got a huge amount of risk if you've got people coming and going in that situation. Very true. Um, and what is a rent roll worth? What would you be paying for a rent roll if you want to buy one or potentially sell one? Rex, rent rolls um, have so many dynamics that affect um, the actual value. So maybe let, let me tell you what will affect in a negative way, a rent roll's value. Can we, we, we yeah, go please, there? yeah. Yeah. So with geographical spread, that's one of the biggest things that will affect the rent roll. So if it's really widely spread and that spread in the peripheral areas is really light on in numbers, for obvious reasons, you yeah. know, you're doing inspection. Travel time and... All that sort of stuff. So again, we're going back to efficiencies. You know, if you're concentrated in a geographical area, happy days in that respect as well when you go to sell it you've got to be able to sell it to someone that wants that as well you know so if you've got something that's hugely spread you know who will actually want that there there are buyers for really spread out rent rolls but generally they're the big guys in the marketplace where they've already got that geographical spread and going on to buyers so what is, how do I find a buy? If I've got a rent roll and I've never sold a rent roll before or bought, purchased a rent roll and I'm looking at, you know, getting, capitalizing some of the value in my business, how do I go about selling a rent roll? Well, rent rolls are very different to any other businesses because they've got a very specific buyer, unlike, you know, general sort of businesses such as, you know, restaurants and other, other types. You know, you can put those on commercial.com and, and you, you do have an audience that will consider different types of industries when you when you go to put your business on those platforms. Fortunately, you know, organisations like ourselves, Real Estate Dynamics, we actually have been in the marketplace for 15 years and have a, a deep database of people that are acquiring rent rolls. The other thing too that you need to consider is that there are some people that are sitting in the wings that have been looking to buy for some time. So, you know, we have a lot of people say, oh, I can sell it myself, right? Well, yeah, you could, but, you know, there is so many moving parts when you're selling a rent roll in terms of the legalities, you know, so, and with each one of those managements being sort of on average about four and a half thousand dollars, you know, we recommend, you know, that you actually continue to do what you do best. <laughs> Yes. And, and leave a proven process to the professionals that sell rent rolls on a regular basis. So, you know, would you sell your rent roll yourself? Um, generally, when we actually come in and see rent rolls that have been transacted themselves, there's, there's money left on the table. You know, there's opportunities that weren't capitalised, you know, and the money that was lost would have covered the commissions that you would pay. So very similarly to when you give your property to an agent. They know how to market it. They've got a really deep client base that's interested in that area generally, and they actually get the best price for it. It's like 
an estate agent telling a client to sell their house themselves, I suppose. Yeah, and look, you know, before getting into the business, you know, I would have thought, you know, I could have sold anything, you know, because <laughs> I come from a sales background. But very quickly did I learn, like, the intricacies of rent rolls. You know, I was actually, a, you know, a residential salesperson, had nothing to, you know, I had no experience in the property management sector. This is now 11 years ago. Wow, you know, did I learn some stuff about rent rolls? Over a steep learning curve. Yeah. Can you talk us through simply the process of selling or buying a rent roll? Things like retention, why that's important. Just to, just maybe starting off, if I'm a buyer or a seller, what's the first thing? Well, as, as a seller, um, some of the things that you need to consider when selling a rent roll is what some of the things that a buyer is going to be looking for, right? So let's talk about some of the big things that a buyer is looking for. Geographical spread is, is like we said that about that. Multiple owners. So, you know, I suppose what we're talking about here is risk. We're actually talking about the risk associated to a rent roll. And these are the things that buyers will be concerned about because they're giving you a multiplier of revenue. So what a multiplier is, is actually the revenue that's actually produced of the rent roll they're timesing that by a multiplier. So they're actually giving you income in advance for your rent roll. So what they're trying to do as a buyer and the bank also, because obviously the bank is involved in this process, um, they're trying to minimize the risk, right? So multiple owners, you've got an owner that owns 15 properties. You want to make sure- That's a negative that or that, a positive? That's a net. well, it's, it's a negative, if you haven't got the right protections in place. And, and Rex, you know, I'll throw it back to you. You know, as a lawyer that does rent roll transactions, you know, you might treat that transaction a little bit differently with that one multiple owner, right? Yeah, definitely. So from a legal standpoint, what would you do with that, Rex? I would put a more lengthier retention period on that to make sure the landlord re remains with you before the retention's over. Yeah. So with rent rolls, um, when they transact, normally there's a retention fund um, that's used in those situations. So if anybody leaves within a period of time, there's actually a safety net there. And most financial institutions will require that there's actually a pot of money that's put aside in a trust um, to, you know, again, reduce the risk. What would you, what would you recommend is a standard with, and I know this is a very open-ended question, depending if you're acting for the purchaser or vendor, but what would you recommend as a standard retention period and, and some? Look, Rex, and, and you know, I'm not a lawyer, you are. Um, the standard we see and, and generally is around 20%. Um, when you get people requesting above that, it's generally out of scope of what we see. So, you know, um, and for what anything, period? Uh, generally 90 days. Generally 90 days, yep, yep. Um, again, a lot of the banks will want to see at least 90 days. And if you're acting, do you see many new agencies or purchases wanting new authorities signed or are you happy with an assignment of authorities? Oh, look, generally we're seeing a lot of transactions not with um, you know new, new agreements. The agreements across Australia actually are more transactional friendly now, you know, so 
the you know all the REIs have actually um, you know looked at their forms and actually incorporated some sort of you know um, terms around you know management's going across. So uh, I think as an industry, we've done a really good job of that. You know, making rent roll sales a little bit more easier in that regard. Yeah, truly. Um, look, that's all the questions I have for today. Like, I think it's been very educational. I've personally learned a little bit from today. So as always, it's so good to talk to you because every time we speak, I learn something. So thank you, Pete. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show, Rex. Thank you. Uh, and finally, if I'm an agent and I want to look at buying or selling a rent roll and I need some advice or to grow my rent roll, what can, how can we reach out to you and what did your company do? Oh, look, even if you're not ready to buy or sell, um, we have a weekly email that goes out um, and it's a really great way to understand the marketplace. A little bit like when you're thinking about buying a house in a suburb, you generally set up an alert on realestate.com for it. Um, so I would suggest before even reaching out to us, if you just want to sort of fly under the radar and watch what's happening, is subscribe to the weekly email that we do. So just go to Real Estate Dynamics, um, just log on there and you know, you know you won't be bothered. You'll just receive our weekly email. That's a really good way to get educated about the marketplace. If you're advanced and you do wanna have a conversation, all the conversations are confidential because with transacting a rent roll, keeping it a secret is actually one of the biggest things that we've had to learn as an organization. Because as soon as someone knows that you're selling, um, your, your actual rent roll is at risk, right? Sure. So confidentiality is something that's paramount. And, you know, again, going back to why you shouldn't sell your own rent roll is around that confidentiality. So we have documentation and processes that protect that asset for the seller. Look, I've had countless clients that have used your companies to buy and sell rent rolls and you know, you're second to none in Australia that I know of. Um, and in the second part of that, if training, training for growing your rent roll and um, developing your key staff is so important. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do with that? Uh, Rex, look, you know, property management, even in the time, you know, I've been in it sort of 11 years and what property management was like 11 years ago today is just worlds apart, you know. So the role of a property manager has gone from doing stuff to actually being an advisor. And, and it has really morphed into someone that's a trusted advisor to a landlord and a tenant. Because the other thing that I think historically that we haven't done so well in the industry is the way that we've treated tenants. Now, tenants are an actual amazing pool of opportunity because tenants actually choose to rent these days. And many of them have multiple tenancy uh, managements themselves. They have actual properties they rent out. So, you know, you know, agencies really need to focus on their customers um, and training is one of the best ways to get people from the old style of property management to the new. So that's what we do at Real Estate Dynamics is actually provide that supportive knowledge um, because there's nothing worse than doing a job when you don't actually have the knowledge. That resonates so, so much with me to know that, you know, that a lot of agents don't realize the value of a tenant because you're right. For tax purposes, it's, it's better to rent and own something and rent that out as an investment yeah. because you get negative gearing, but a lot of the yeah. agent or property managers don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. 
Look, Pete, thank you as always. Uh, your world of knowledge and it's always a privilege talking to you. So thank you again for being on the show. We could talk for hours on this, couldn't we? We could. And hopefully I'll be in Queensland again soon when I can. Then we'll catch up and we'll talk for hours over some drinks. Thank you so much, Rex. Thank you. Bye, Pete. What a man. Honestly, I don't even know if I took much from Rent Rob working or just how handsome Pete is. <laughs> We're talking about the great questioner. Well, <laughs> it's not all about you, Rex. <laughs> Honestly, Pistol Pete is one of my all-time favourite people and I think he's just an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to rent roll broking and that entire process and, and training training's really important and training well. but also we were just having a chat um as we're watching back that episode of pete and i was having a, a conversation with rex and bill about how many clients that i've been speaking to recently who asked me the question you know I've, I've just opened up an office i've got a great sales team but i want to buy a rent roll so this is just such an amazing resource of someone who's been in this industry for so long who can share so much knowledge um as you guys, uh, as Rex sort of mentioned, Real Estate Dynamics is Pete's business and they are just beyond phenomenal in what they do. So I took a lot from that. What about you guys? Yeah, look, I think you can't underestimate how valuable a rent roll is and it is what banks lend on with respect to real estate agents. Mm. It's the real estate agent's retirement, I mm. suppose. It's their succession plan. That's what they're gonna sell at the end. Um, and for buying, it's so important to get it right. And anyone watched season one, if you haven't watched season one, if you go back and listen to the Die Code, episode um, she purchased a rent roll and didn't quite get legal advice and you can see the nightmares it can cause mm. the millions of dollars you can lose if you don't do it properly absolutely i think as well sorry before i, I take it over to bill um i think COVID, if if it's taught real estate business owners anything is that their rent roll is their biggest asset right because in an environment where you can't go out and list and sell your rent roll is basically funding and cash flowing your business it also shows and and pete emphasizes as well that 10% of your property management every year converts to sales. Mm. So they're 10% of the property management is going to it's convert to sales. It's feeding the sales, yeah. Yeah, so that's invaluable by itself. And mm. people do buy rentals for that aspect as well. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and it, it always amazes me that, you know, when you when you talk to a, a real estate professional or an owner of an agency, there's so much focus on sales and that's the big focus. but. Literally all the asset value or almost all of it mm. is in the rent roll. And it's such an important part of their business. And you know, using an expert company like um, Real Estate Dynamics to help you find the right buyers and have that list of buyers is, is so important. But even, even just to be able to have the right people around you to build that rent roll, to grow it if you want to do that, to have, a, to have an exit plan if you want to do these are all- BDMs to build yeah. the property club, to train them properly as well is really important. Absolutely. I mean, again, it's what we draw back to, right? Your people, your processes and your procedures. And if you have all three in place, they're sort of the, 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 the background of, of a successful running business. Well, I hope you guys took a lot from this episode. We're going to leave all the details for Pete's business, Real Estate Dynamics, um, in our outro below. Outro? Is that a word? Yeah, I think so. Outro? We'll take it. We'll also add something extra. We're going to put an information brochure as well for anyone looking to buy rent rolls. We'll give you a clear step-by-step -step process of what to do and how to negotiate in terms of retention and lighting, the importance of it. Shameless business plug right there. Yeah. I'm not going to plug it in my business. We'll do it yeah, just, just one more comment that I think is really important to all the agents out there. You've seen what happens when you get co-hosts that aren't professional to run a TV show <laughs> and what happens there. So I you know like, that you you're going to get this? some professionals to sell your rent roll. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you're not going to get a good outcome. Well, thanks so much for watching, guys. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Real Estate Renovators.